describe an IELTS academic task one process or diagram. This tutorial is going to be ramp packed with value, so go grab a pen, find somewhere to sit down, and make the most out of this tutorial, okay? Or if you're a little bit more chilled out, just carry on listening and absorb the information, listen a couple of times, and get it that way, okay? Two paths, your choice. But just before we start, I would like to mention, I'd like to say congratulations to Marco. He's uh, an Italian student in Dublin, and he recently passed his IELTS. He had to pass it to carry on. Well, no, he got accepted for a PhD in Limerick. That's in Ireland. And he was looking for uh, a way to pass his IELTS exam. And he said, uh, well, he used basically the sentence guide and he just reminded me of something that I'd never, ever thought about. But he was saying, yeah, it was great because while I was traveling to Italy over the Christmas period, I could carry on my studies and carry on sending you essays and carry on improving and getting feedback. And I thought, yeah, that is an absolutely massive advantage, especially if you compare it to just signing up to a, a normal IELTS Academy. But um, anyway, if you want the whole story, Go to, well, you've probably heard it already now. It's the podcast before this one. Um, if you haven't, have a listen. Marco shares lots of information. And it's, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites, actually, because it's quite funny. Marco's a good guy. So let's get back to basics. Let's get to look, let's start looking at this IELTS Academic Task 1 process. So, by the way, um, I'm going to be using uh, the carbon cycle and you can even just jump online if you've got your mobile in front of you, uh, jump online, go to IELTS Academic, uh, sorry, uh, IELTSpodcast.com and uh, you'll be able to find this tutorial there. And I'm just saying that because it'll be worthwhile probably checking because I'm going to be using the carbon cycle. And, you know, it's like a high school science lesson. And with the carbon through diffusion from the sea to the air, uh, CO2 diffusion. Then we've got sedimentation flowing under the water. And then it goes to organic and carbon, okay, or maybe coal and gas. Then it's extracted by humans, then burnt into the atmosphere, photosynthesis, and all the rest of it. Okay, so that is a very brief overview. Let's get going anyway. So IELTS Academic Task 1, 150 words, 20 minutes. You probably know that. So what we really should be doing is writing a report, okay? And this means we're not going to include our opinion. So maybe we know why, um, I don't know, for example, maybe we know why the, the carbon process is accelerating. It doesn't matter because it's not in the chat, so we're not going to mention it. Okay, that's just one tip there. Next, what we need to do is have a look at the chat, okay, sorry, the diagram, and study the main parts or sections of the chat, of the diagram, the relationship between these parts, okay, and then any further explanations. So, main sections, the relationships, and then any further explanations or possibly exceptions, okay? Now, it doesn't matter if 
you do not know the exact technical words. Okay, it's perfectly acceptable. Like you just heard my description there of the um, carbon cycle. I'm not a scientist, I'm not up to scratch with all these words, but I'm just going to use the first words that come to mind because they're often the most correct ones. Okay, they are, there are often, they are often the correct ones. So let's go through. In the introduction, we're going to briefly describe the purpose of the diagram. Okay, then in the main body of the text, we're going to outline step-by-step -step explanation of the flow of the uh, diagram. Okay. Then, um, now to do that, we're going to use what's called sequencing language. We're going to say firstly, next, then, after, afterwards, before, and once. Very useful terms there. I'll say them again. Firstly, next, then, after, Afterwards, before, and once. So you've got about seven words there, seven useful words. Hopefully you wrote them down. Now, so we read the title and look at the image of the diagram, okay? And uh, we can understand, in this case, uh, we're going to be describing the carbon cycle. So, first sentence... This image clearly illustrates the carbon cycle. Okay, simple. Just uh, one brief introduction, that's enough. All right, then we'll start to go and note the parts of the process. So in this stage, you're probably just going to look over it and think it through. Okay, so let's go into some more detail. If we're looking at that graph, we can see the, the chart, sorry, the, the diagram, we can see that carbon dioxide is released into the atmosphere by aquatic and terrestrial life, respiration, or the decomposition of plant and animal life. Then we can see that this CO2 is used in photosynthesis for the growth of plants, nourishment of animals. These organisms die, decompose, this decomposition and waste uh, are transformed into carbon. Carbon is diffused into the ocean through precipitation. Okay, then the de decomposition uh, goes from the seabed and the land and leads to the development of fossils, fossil fuels, oil, coal, and gas. These fossil fuels are extracted and then um, during the manufacturing process, factories release the fossil fuel emissions, okay, back into the atmosphere. So what have we done there? We've just basically had a look at the graph, got familiar with it, got familiar with the process. And now once you've done that, and we'll probably just do that either in note form, okay, on the exam and or even just write on the, on the diagram, okay, put some numbers on there. Then what we'll do is put some sequencing words to connect these descriptive sentences, okay? So firstly, carbon dioxide is released into the atmosphere by aquatic and terrestrial life respiration or the decomposition of plant and animal life. Next, this CO2 is used in photosynthesis for the growth of plants and nourishment of animals.
Once these organisms die and decompose, this waste and decomposition is transformed into carbon. Additionally, carbon dioxide is diffused into the ocean through precipitation when gases in the atmosphere are transformed to water. Okay, so we've got a very rough outline there. We've added the sequencing uh, terms. Now, um, in this module of the exam, the passive form is very handy. Okay, so, and we used it in that description before. We said, in the ocean, this CO2 is converted into sedimentation in the seabed. Okay, and the C2, sorry, the CO2, <laughs> the passive form is good when we do not actually have, sort of like, when we do not actually know the subject of who is doing this, yeah? Because we cannot exactly say in the ocean, God transforms the CO2 into sedimentation, you know, it's kind of silly, and uh, maybe the examiner doesn't believe in God or whatever, I don't care, all right, but we don't really have uh, a subject for this, so the, C so the CO2, so the, so the passive form is extremely handy, okay, when we don't really know, or it's not really necessary to describe who is actually doing the action, okay, so try to incorporate the, C, the, the CO2, try to incorporate the passive form into your description, okay? And just as another tip here, uh, once you've finished writing, edit your work, go back, check it, and see if there's any way you can slip the passive form in there, okay? Just by maybe skirt, edit, uh, deleting a word and reorganizing the sentence, okay? Now, the next technique we're going to use is uh, paraphrasing, okay? Um, so, in that description I just did, okay, we've got the second and third lines, all right? And we've used, um, let's see, okay, that was it, yeah. We've, in the first one, we say the growth of plants and, uh, and animals, Okay, and nourishment of animals, we say plants and animals. And just to avoid saying that again, we've used these organisms. Okay, and that's what we said instead of saying plants and animals. Okay, we're showing the examiner, we've got a wide range of vocabulary. Okay, um, and even if your vocabulary is limited, just using um, these, for example, we've got one option. We could say once these organisms die, they are transformed. Okay, but maybe you don't know the word organism, so you could say once these die, they are transformed into carbon. Okay, um, it just just make sure that the these, okay, just make sure that it is close to those two subjects that you've just mentioned beforehand. Okay, and another thing, do spell it. T-H-E-S-E. -E. You would be amazed how many times I have to correct it when it's just spelled T-H-I-S. So add that to your error list. Next one, we're going to look at uh, conditionals and adverb clauses. So the first one, the adverb clause, want. Okay, we could say, um, okay, it's these are important, sorry, just to 
indicate the possible outcomes when describing the diagram. So the first one, the adverb clause, once these organisms die, they are transformed into carbon. So we mentioned once before as um, uh, part of the sequence in vocabulary, but we're also going to, uh, yeah, it's also classed as an adverb clause. So it's to indicate the possible outcome. Once this has happened, this happens. Very, very useful. Next one. Um, Um, real conditional. We've got if the decomposition of carbon in the seabed and land is interrupted, it leads to the development of fossil fuels such as oil, coal and gas. Actually, that should be if the decomposition of carbon in the seabed and land is uninterrupted. Okay, just adding a clause there uh, just to show the examiner that we're very confident using this type of language. So we could say something like, um, I don't know, imagine we've got another graph, another diagram, and it's about making tea. Yeah, and it shows the whole process for making tea, not a cup of tea, the tea leaves. Yeah, we could say, if the tea leaves are baked and rolled um, correctly, or if the tea leaves are baked and rolled after dried, um, this leads to the development of Darjeeling tea. Okay, so you're basically just <laughs> introducing an element of uh, the, the conditional. Okay, and it's a good technique to use because um, you can pick up some points just for showing more grammatical range and structure. Okay, now then, we then we'll finish with. Some people call it a conclusion. I totally disagree. You do not conclude, okay? You do not conclude an academic task one um, writing because a conclusion is once you've discussed and you've ran through all the different arguments. And here there is no argument, so it's not a conclusion. It's a summary or, yeah, it's basically just a summary. And now to you, the, the terms we're going to use in the summary are clearly, yeah, or to summarize, okay? And we could say, um, this graph clearly indicates the cycle of carbon through the land and oceans, okay? Or to summarize, this graph indicates the cycle of carbon through the land, okay? But never, please, never, ever say to conclude, da-da-da. Okay, right. Now, while I was going through this podcast, I, I remembered actually one moment in my science uh, class at school when the teacher, she asked us, she said, hey, what are the, de what are the characteristics of, uh, to, to, to determine that something is living? And I was thinking I was about 13 or 12. And uh, I put my hand up and I said, oh, that they have... Um, uh, living orgasms <laughs> and she just kind of like looked and a few of the girls they giggled I didn't realise and she was like uh, um, organisms and I was like yeah and she's like oh, okay okay <laughs> and of course I wanted to say organisms not orgasms <laughs> anyway um, 
yeah, I don't know if anybody else actually, I, mean, I think just the girls actually cottoned on and realized what I'd said, but the teacher kind of just corrected it and moved swiftly on, being the lovely lady that she was, Mrs. Beatty. <laughs> anyway, so that is how we're doing a an IELTS Academic Task 1 uh, diagram. Okay, and if you want some more help with this, you can come over to IELTSpodcast.com. You can sign up. You can get lots of information into your directly into your inbox through the uh, with email, of course. And also have a look at the new sentence guide course that's coming out. I've been working extremely hard on that, and um, it's coming along really well. By the time this podcast is released, it's probably going to be on sale. Uh, so have a look at that. Um, yeah, have a look at that because it's got the whole tutorials broken down, presentation, PowerPoint, slides, exercises, specific exercises to help you, to guide you through it. And of course, you're going to get the feedback you need to improve. So if you really do have to pass like Marco did, and you don't want to mess around, you don't want to waste time, and uh, you want to study while you can travel, and you want a slightly more flexible option, as in not a strict schedule at the academy, and you want your personalized tuition for for your own needs, then have a look at that sentence guide. I think it would help you a lot. You can also take advantage of the one euro essay check just to get started if you're if you're a bit if you've got a few doubts there. Alrighty then. Well, all the best. And if you've got any questions, just send us an email and I'll do my best to respond, okay? Good luck in your IELTS exam. <laughs>